Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. Want to get to some basketball and some baseball coming up in just a few minutes. Chris Paul finally making it to the NBA Finals. Where does he rank on the all-time point guard list? And also, you know, um, all the injuries. How does that affect the way that this NBA season is viewed? We'll delve into that. Baseball, uh, I'll give you a, uh, a few thoughts on the, the Trevor Bauer situation, but there's not really much to say um, about something like that. Uh, it's just, you know, an awful, awful situation. Um, and Shohei Otani, that's the thing. I kind of want to talk about and, and don't think is talked about enough when it comes to Major League Baseball and sports just in, in general. Um, and maybe that's a reflection on baseball a little bit. But right now we're talking about uh, Shakari Richardson and her uh, marijuana test that got her out of the Olympics. Uh, real quick, if you, if you haven't, and real quick, just like she runs, real fast, I guess. And quickness is more, I think, of like, you know, you bouncing from here to here, juke. That's quickness. Speed is is point A to point B. But real quick thoughts on it. Obviously, she knew the rules and she broke them. Therefore, she's suffering the consequences. I can't argue with you if that's the only thing you're going to say about it. You're right. Okay? So that's out there. You're right. Uh, I just think the rule is stupid. And if you're going to acknowledge that the rule is stupid, when are we going to change the rule? And what better time to change it than when you have – something like this as the the reason for doing so a big high profile detail big high profile incident that you can use to 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 change it you know as the the impetus i like that word impetus um and the reason that the rule is stupid in my mind is that marijuana is not a performance enhancer and marijuana when compared to alcohol, which is not on the prohibited list, is objectively less harmful. So by those two measures, why is it on the banned substance list? Makes no sense. Uh, there's just no reason for it. And I, I don't think in a vacuum, it, when you take away the rule part of it, if you just tell, talk about the right part of it, you know, the spirit, does anyone actually believe, you know, a use of marijuana – like Shakari Richardson is describing um, in her account after the loss of her mother, but regardless, should take away somebody's Olympic dreams. <laughs> you know, that does. Um, I remember somebody's got to remind me what happened with Michael Phelps. I remember he had the, the bong pictures and stuff. I guess he just never tested positive. 
Let's go to Billy in Toronto. Billy, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Billy? Yeah, hey, Robin. Listen, I, I'm going to parrot what you, what you just said. I, I, I mean, I, I know you're not going to like my answer, but I, I really don't care. Listen, Robin, mm-hmm. for four years you train for this big event. They give you paperwork. They give you stuff. They tell you what you can take and you cannot take. I understand the marijuana argument, but this if she's if she's reading this thing and she likes to and she likes to do marijuana, she's going to look at it and say, "Oh, well, you know what? I I don't do that. I don't Oh, looky here. Marijuana. I can't do this. I don't feel sorry for this girl not one bit. For 4 years your body is your shrine. You know what you're supposed to take and you're not supposed to take. I agree it shouldn't be banned. But if they said don't take potato chips before the you don't eat potato chips. I, I mean, what are we doing with society? Are we breaking every rule well, just to no, see if we well, can Well, it's break not about it? breaking every rule, Billy. It's about, all right, if you acknowledge it shouldn't be the rule, why aren't we changing it? Like, and, and I would say this applies to everybody's job. It shouldn't be – you shouldn't be tested for it at your job. You shouldn't be going to, going to jail for it. You shouldn't – you know, none of those things. And, and when you have a watershed moment like this, it's not even about Shakari Richardson so much as, as like, me being personally invested in, in her story, but – it being like a high-profile thing that goes, oh, yeah, that points out in front of everybody how dumb the rule is. So, look, she's not going to be able to run. It is what it is. Like I said, I can't argue that point. It's correct. It's correct. She knew the rule. She broke the rule. Therefore, she can't compete. Correct. But when we all get to that next part of it, which is the rule is stupid, and you know, if it were up to me, I just would let her run because I would say, oh, yeah, you know what? This rule is stupid. Let's change it right now. It's not up to me. It's up to these bureaucracies and these organizations or whatever. But if if you use her and this moment, which is putting it out in front of the world, because we wouldn't have been talking about this otherwise, right? None of us even re- maybe even realized that that was on the band side. I didn't know. I, I didn't know the list, you know, of the anti-doping agency and the reasons behind it. Or, you know, I researched this yesterday that alcohol was removed in 2018. I'm learning all this now. If we are using this as the big moment, the big story that points out to us, oh, yeah, that shouldn't be a thing. When do we get to that shouldn't be a thing part of it? Am I, am I still on, Robin? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, again, Robin, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I agree with everything. But my point is you know that it's, it's illegal. Robin, I can remember back in the day, seriously, about taking a banned uh, substance. And I don't, mean, I don't mean steroids. We had a, a, an Olympic rower here that was the best in the world. And for the longest time, she had hay fever, and she was taking and she was taking this drug, uh, just you're over the counter, and, and wound up getting suspended for the Olympics. I'm not going to mention her name, and I went crazy about it. Being Canadian, oh, you know, this is a conspiracy and that. Except for the fact, Robin, when I went out and took, uh, I, I get hay fever a bit, and I go for a jog every morning, and I went and took this, and I said, you know what, I'm not going to get through this run. I feel awful. Except for the fact, Robin, I ran the best I ever ran. I basically sprinted what I was supposed to do. So this stuff does help you some way, somehow. And well, was, it, but it, was it weed? It. Was it weed you took for the hay fever? No, I mean, no, like, it was, it okay, weed, so, but that's not a, then. It's not an apples to apples comparison. Uh, and, and I appreciate the call as always. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Look, I mean, when we get into the performance enhancing aspect of it, there's a lot of stuff. You know, track is notorious for people breaking performance-enhancing uh, drug rules, right, or, or trying to game the system. 
Uh, there's a lot of sports that are notorious for it. Track is one. Obviously, baseball, the stuff that people use. How about, you know, cycling, right? It, it wasn't steroids, but the blood doping that, that cyclists were doing. I mean, that stuff does run rampant. I'm sure it runs rampant in track. But I, I don't think any – look, you can make the – there is some performance-enhancing argument to be made. Like some – you could construct it where you say it's a – you know, it, it helps with pain relief and, and therefore – or, you know uh, – that kind of thing, recovery, and therefore it's it's some minuscule slight advantage. But I don't think anybody in good faith is going to sit there and argue that, that marijuana is a performance enhancer in the way that we think of performance-enhancing drugs. Raphael in Vermont. Raphael, you're up next here with Robin Lundberg on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, how are you, brother? How are you? How are you? My push is a little different. Guys. I think you guys misunderstand something. Enhancing is not only hype you up. It can take something and add something. Now, the reason marijuana, they have a problem with it in athleticism is simply because, like, in normally, all the hype, the scary part, the jitter before the thing, anxiety, this is natural part of the human being. So what mm-hmm. happened is, if you can take something that removes all that anxiety, where, for instance, a basketball player, when he go and he's shooting a three-point in a game, he takes a certain, if, if he's too anxious, he's going to miss the shot. But if they can give that person some kind of medicine, where that mm-hmm. person can be on cloud nine, cool as the other side of the pillow, well, and that, that, but that Raphael, kind of, part one, you're assuming in your example here that the people are under the influence of the drug while they're competing, which I don't think is the case in, in this. What do you mean is not the case? I, I, well, cause I don't, she did not show up to the track high. She tested positive for it being in her system. You know, we could stay in your system like 30 when days. When do you think they give you the test? I, I don't remember. I have to look at exactly the, after, I, I, after I'm going after to believe her. I'm going to believe her account, which is that she so, took, See, I'm going to believe her account, and I think this is the, because I this think is this is the case. What you just said. You're this is, I because I think hold on because I think this is the case for the vast majority of positive marijuana tests. There may be. No, I'm not saying, no, no. Yes, no, yes, yes. Hold on, Raphael. I'm gonna have to pull you off if you, I'm gonna let you respond, but I'm gonna have to pull you off if you don't let me finish the point here. The I think this is for the vast majority of of any positive drug test is for the most part it isn't at the competition. Are there professional athletes that have played high? Sure. Are there professional athletes that have played or competed drunk? Sure. But um, alcohol is different because you don't test for it like that and it doesn't stay in your system like that. Weed stays in your system. The vast majority of the positive marijuana tests that we see and we're talking about are not because so-and-so reported to the event high. It's because it was still in their system when they took the test for it. And then no. to, to wait, hold on, I'm, I'm not finished. And okay. to the point that you're saying about the relaxed and it, it giving you some sort of edge because you relax, that's not the, the way it just works universally. I see people have paranoia, panic attacks as well. I, there's just no real way to argue that as, as a performance enhancer to a tangible result level. Go ahead. Okay. You do research on how they administer the test for those, for those competitions. You take that test either 
a little bit before you start performing or after you perform. Yes, but marijuana stays in your system for 30 days. It's not a breathalyzer. Yeah, but there is a level. There is a level on it that is acceptable. But it's not a breathalyzer. It's different. It's like, but okay, let me me say one last thing and then then I will will let you go. The reason alcohol, they don't really care about alcohol because it's already alcohol, alcohol, is a dehydrate. It dehydrates you. And the consequence, when you evaluate scientifically, the benefit alcohol do more harm to you. You cannot perform if you will on alcohol. Your vision, everything is clouded. It's naturally uh, universally known. So that means sure. you don't really some, if you do but, something. But I, I don't you, think this has anything to do with any performance enhancing. That's not their, you know, uh, I, I, I think oh, okay. th- their criteria is A, it poses a health risk to athletes. B, it has the potential to enhance performance. And C, it violates no. the spirit of the sport. You have to meet two okay. of those three criteria. I'm okay, guessing that they're about, talking about, about A and C. And then you What's will that? have a better show. Learn a little bit about it, sir. Just I just, I'm reading you the it. facts. Yeah, from the anti U.S. anti doping agency. Don't uh, goodbye. You're going to be condescending. You want the facts? That's what they state. This is for something to be added to prohibited list. It must meet two of the three inclusion criteria: a) it poses a health risk to athletes; b) it has the potential to enhance performance; and c) it violates the spirit of the sport. I'm assuming for this, it is a and c that they are referencing. Though WADA has increased the threshold for a positive test, it has not taken marijuana off the list because it asserts that the drug meets at least two of the above criteria. Also, according to the USADA, the 2021 World Anti-Doping Code newly classifies THC as a substance of abuse because it is frequently used in society outside the context of the sport. So the way I'm reading that is it's in the alcohol bucket, not in the blood doping, anabolic steroids, HGH bucket. Irritated me there at the end a little bit, I have to admit. Dave in Washington, D.C. Dave, you're up next here on uh, hey, CBS what's Sports up, bro? Radio. What's going on? Good, how about yourself? I'm doing well, how are you? Good. You just said good, just sorry. We're, we're wasting some time here, but go ahead. <laughs> I just don't see how somebody will train their whole life and then go get high. I don't. I don't get it. Well, what about train your whole life and go out for drinks? I don't have a problem with you drinking. I don't have a problem with getting high. But as an athlete, you think yeah. you would, uh, you know, you're, you got an extra year to get to the Olympics, and then you're going to go smoke pot. So you had. Well, all I mean, let's go with. But let's let's follow the logical. Let's fo- uh, look. We can follow the letter of the law conclusion here. And the letter of the law conclusion, you're correct, right? You're training for the Olympics all this time. You know that weed is on the banned substance list. How could you be training and and go do this? In her case, she is saying her rationale, and she said that doesn't mean it doesn't absolve her. She's accepting responsibility. She, she said that. But in her rationale, it was she learned about the loss of her mother. She was going through a tough time, and that's why she did it, right? But then we, let's follow the logical branch of, of what you're saying, um, forgetting the rules. Why would you have no problem with people going out drinking while they're training but have a problem with somebody getting high when alcohol, again, for I don't know how many times I've said it, is objectively more harmful for you than weed. I don't have a problem with her drinking. I never said I did. No, you, but you said you have a problem with her getting high. Why would you, why no, would you have all. a problem? I, don't, I just don't feel bad for anybody who had, you know, 15 years of training, and then they want to go do something. That's fine. But 
guess you gotta accept the consequences, I guess. Well, I've said that from the beginning. I can't argue, and thanks for the call. I'm not gonna argue with anybody who says that. Like, yes. Right? Yes. She knew the rule. She broke the rule. She's suffering the consequences of the rule. Yes. That's a fact. My point is, if we know the rule is stupid, or we most of us agree, or however many agree that the rule is stupid, then why don't we change the rule? And why don't we use this as the moment to change the rule? Otherwise, we just go in circles over and over again. Kevin J. Donlin tweets in, yeah, I agree it's archaic to ban an athlete for a pot test. The sports leagues are progressing, letting athletes manage pot, uh, pain with pot rather than more dangerous alternatives. I mean, that's something that's come up with the NFL. Obviously, I mean, this is a topic that's come up with the NFL a lot in the past. It just seems like an extreme response, whether it's the letter of the, the law or not, the rules or not. We know it's the rules. It's, the rules are matter of fact. It states. It, they're in text. They're in print. They're in print. I know a lot of you guys want to weigh in on this, so I'll, I'll let you continue to do so. It's a broadly, you know, I think interesting topic. Um, but I also want to get to what should be a more broadly discussed topic out of Major League Baseball, and that's coming up as well. It is the Robin Lundberg Show, and it's with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. It is the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, take a few more of your calls on the Shakari Richardson situation with the Olympics. And, and then I want to um, uh, move on a, a bit. We, we'll revisit this a little bit later in, in the show as well. Obviously, a, a big topic at the moment. 855-212-4227. Brian in Virginia. Brian, you're up on the show. What's going on? Yeah, how how you doing? Um, Basically, what I was going to say was this is not an international issue. This is an American issue in an international tournament. There's countries that have had legalization of marijuana for years, which have obviously been able to adhere to the rules. You know, the fact that one of our athletes as an American tests positive, you know, they should not be granted any waivers or any special privileges in order to compete in this international oh, competition. Well, I, this has nothing to do with nationality as far as I'm concerned. I, I, no, 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 no. But, but the only reason why we're outraged is because no, it's an I American com- athlete. I disagree when, completely. Uh, when, that, when, when in actuality— my point, my point of view, I don't care where she's from. She could be from, she could be from a- any competing nation, country, whatever, and I would say the okay, same exact thing. So the Dutch same athletes that have been adhe- had to adhere to all these rules— for years and years and years, and, and have obviously had athletes that have tested positive, and, and also it's in Canada. a bigger deal. Is it a bigger deal because she's it's, an American athlete? Yes, because only in it. this country. This isn't an international issue. Sure, sure. All right, well, there's no first reason. First of all, it is international. For- Hold on, it is international because it's the World Anti-Doping Code. It's not you know just the U.S. She didn't. But just we're making US it policy. an issue as an Americans. Well, no, I make not because I'm an American. I don't, dude. You have the wrong guy if you think that that's why I'm making it an issue. Because I'm not that kind of guy. I'm just not like, oh, America versus is so much better than all these. Whatever, uh, you know, wherever people, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a human person. Uh, I, I think this is a bad rule. Period. Now, is it covered more because she's an American sprinter in America? Yes. It's also covered more because she's was going to win the gold medal. It's not like she's just some rando that was on the team. Uh, you know, not that any Olympian no. is a rando. That's a little demeaning. But you know what I mean. She was going to yeah, no, most likely win. But, but I understand, me, but, if, I, if but I, was, I just think that we're sensationalizing If she was from Jamaica, if she was from Canada, and, 
if she was from Russia, if she was from any place, I would have a- and and it was in my purview to discuss. I would have the exact same reaction. Okay, but we would, but we wouldn't be talking about obviously due to the fact that she is just an American. But yes, right? we're talking about it because okay. we live in America. She's an American athlete. It's therefore a bigger story because she was the top sprinter. You know, sp- track and field. We would, we probably wouldn't be talking about it with a different sport either, right? Like th- these so, things so, work in, in those in those tiers in those levels. So, it's a bi- it's a so what, confluence of things. Okay, so in 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 the past when uh, is it, so we we're just talking about it now because it's becoming more marijuana is becoming more um, I guess legalized within the state. Is that why this is an issue now and it hasn't been an issue before in regards to marijuana? I, I think you see a movement in general. I, I, look, it's whether or not it's becoming. This is I've held this position um, for a long time. I, I think you see more and more people expressing this position now because they are feel more comfortable about it. It's less taboo. Yes, I mean you were talking about. I think it's 18 states and the District of Columbia where recreational use of, of marijuana is now. Yeah, legal, no, I understand. Including the state I live in, including uh, the, the state where the CBS Sports Radio's you know home studio and is, and we're and we're speaking from a stateside perspective, not a global international perspective. But I understand and what you're saying. State she was in, it was legal, you know, in Oregon. So yes, I mean that's clear. Look, the writing is on the wall. It's going to be federally legal. It's going to be legal in the United States. Uh, that's going to happen. The 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 monetary aside from any health reasons or logical reasons that I've been expressing, the monetary reasons are just too great. It's already, you know, a burgeoning multi-billion dollar industry. You see everybody getting involved in that because they, they see the writing on the wall and where it's headed. Uh, and, and thanks for the call. I just think, you know, as you you get a younger generation getting into power and more and more people see it. It's one of the only topics, I think, you know, that isn't very polarized politically either. You know, I, I, I believe and as wild as that sounds in today's day and age, I believe this is is supported by the majority of people, whether they're Democrat, Republican, age groups, all that. I think you know it's it's widely popular as a as a thing legalizing marijuana or or removing the uh, criminal criminality at least. Um, so I, you know that's part of the reason you're seeing it too, because it's one of the the things that people actually agree on. Jay in Washington, D.C. Jay, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Um, two just real quick points and, and just just to piggyback off the silliness of it. Uh, one, it just, just it's so far-fetched to even think that marijuana in any way is a performance-enhancing substance or drug. I'm 42. I've been around to see many laws, you know, changed and come and go and, and implement it and stuff like that. Um, war on drugs in the 80s and 90s and so on and so forth. Anyway, um, if you really look at it, marijuana is technically a depressant on your system and everything. As far as, like, the the uh, and the, the harshness on other athletes, that's that's silly as well. Like, there's no way me, <laughs> uh, someone, someone being – uh, under the influence of a gummy or if you smoke or have it against your system, it's going to affect the man next to you or uh, to the javelin thing earlier, which was hilarious. Um, I would rather have somebody throwing a javelin that's, that's been smoking or under the influence of marijuana than alcohol. Two, um, I believe, and I'm not a conspiracy guy, um, just like prohibition and running numbers back in the 
you know, early days of gangsters and all. The only reason why I believe that and homeopathic um, uh, medicines and such is uh, that that aren't being pushed and are being shunned. And some of them, you know, as far as marijuana is being still uh, villainized and criminalized is because just like alcohol, um, you can't. The federal government hasn't fully found a way to control and regulate these things. That's what I believe. Uh, like, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, you got it. The gangster days, the prohibition. I, I can't like. But I, I feel like the the Dave Chappelle bit of him. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> 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 taking this whiskey across the state lines. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I'm not trying to take up too much of your time, but if you look at it the same way with running numbers, running numbers was illegal gambling. Look at Vegas. Look at Atlantic City. Look at all these other spots. Um, you know, just around the the Midwest and the South. I know they tried to give it to the Native Americans as, hey, you know, now you can have uh, legal gambling spots. But if you look at it, it's the same thing. If the government can't, you know, find a way to fully control and regulate it, then it's criminalized and villainized. I mean, look, I mean, I think there's something to that. I have to look at the the origins and how long it's it's been maintained. But sure, it is is absolutely uh, punitively affected uh, certain segments of the population more than others, uh, and and wrongfully so. Um, you know, sports gambling is another good example, though. Then now that I think about it, how quickly you see that happening, right? Like, there's a lot of you guys out there, be you know, uh, who would be furious if you couldn't gamble on sports, right? And and we see that happening, you know, to the point where it's only a matter of time before it's accepted everywhere. And look at the way that companies are starting to capitalize on it. Look at the way that like every sports media entity is getting in on sports gambling even though it's not uh, how many states is it legal in it's not legal in every state but every single sports media company is getting in on it same thing's happening with weed not sports media specifically but eventually that will start happening too because alcohol sponsorships are are all across the board but people are getting in on the business side of it because everybody sees the writing on the wall david in boston david you're up next what's going on Hey, Robin, happy 4th of July. Thanks for having me on, buddy. You got it. Hey, listen, uh, I'm going to start the conversation off by saying I do not smoke marijuana. My -hmm. state has legalized it and it's regulation. But with that, I don't have a problem with anyone that smokes marijuana. If you're doing it legally and you're not driving and under the influence or operating any machinery, I do not have a problem with that, just like alcohol. The problem is, Robin, that the Olympics, when they test, this woman could have smoked three days before she even showed up at the Olympics. And marijuana, as you know, stays in your system for a long time. Until they come out with a test that can say, oh, well, she smoked it an hour ago, or she smoked it a month ago, or 20 days ago. That's when they're, they're not. But I do agree with you. And then the last gentleman that was talking, Jay, it definitely does not enhance your performance whatsoever. And also, one other question to you, Robin. Did not NFL take marijuana off their banned substance list? The NFL, uh, I have to look at the exact change they made, but they definitely did change the regulations um, that, that they because it was very punitive before, uh, and, and they, they had made that, that change. They did do it, yes, in, uh, back in April, I believe, um, the, the 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 policy went into effect. I can't remember exactly uh, went into effect, but it did change. It may have even been before that. Actually, it may have been um, in, in 2020. Their their 
CBA uh, w- was uh, adapted uh, to change the, the status around marijuana. So we're not going to have that discussion it, it, with the NFL anymore that we used to play this song and dance with the NFL. It's very relatable in that sense because um, the, you know, it, it's, it's a similar conversation that used to come up when an NFL player would get suspended. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg show. You know, so Shohei Otani's the best player in baseball and could be the best player of all time. Shouldn't it be a bigger deal? Should that not be a bigger deal? I feel like it should be. Uh, maybe I'm missing it. But I, I feel like Shohei Otani should receive at least as much coverage as belt buckles. I, I, I've seen more coverage of belt buckles than Shohei Otani. Um, and I get it. Cheating, it's all this thing, and, and they're checking guys and whatnot. And I actually agree with the checks, by the way. I think that's the right thing to do. I think Major League Baseball made the right call there. Um, even if they were forced into it because that became widely known and because the, the offensive numbers had plummeted to the degree that they had plummeted, all that stuff. But um, at the, the you know same time, uh, Shohei Otani does exist. And when you look at what this guy is doing, it's ridiculous. I know he kind of got shelled in his last start as a pitcher, which screws up his his um, pitching numbers. He did have like a two five eight ERA heading into that start, but nevertheless, he's pitching and is obviously a capable starting pitcher with with you know at times a dominant starting pitcher. He is um, striking out, I believe, twelve guys per nine innings, something like that. But it's not just like you know, obviously. The, the pitching and hitting, it's it's the level at which he's doing it, including base running, too. You know, it's a sport that lacks action, and all of a sudden you got this guy checking every single box because he, he's st- stolen 12 bases this season thus far. You walk him, he's going to steal second. He's fast. And then he hit his 30th home run yesterday. We two to get to thirty. I mean, it's it's kind of unprecedented. I don't even you know you get the fact that he's Babe Ruth should be a bigger deal, and obviously Babe Ruth played in the the days of the great Gatsby. You know, like th- this is a whole different thing. And you you just look at it, it leads all of the majors and wins above replacement. How could he not? Given what he's doing in in a multitude of areas. I, you know, this dude's special. Maybe this is a function of, of baseball um, simply being such an increasingly regional sport that it's hard for it to break through nationally no matter what, unless it's like some sort of scandal. I mean, I know the Angels are, are a mid-team. They're not very good. You know, we've we've had this question about Mike Trout, but Mike Trout, as good as he is, is not like Shohei Otani. He's not different in the way Shohei Otani is different. Where, yeah, you know, Shohei Otani obviously pitching and hitting and running, and you know, a different background. There's there's just a lot of things that make him him different. You know, doing things that haven't been done in a hundred years. Mike Trout's just an awesome player. I mean, what what Otani's doing is is transcendent, and I I just I don't know. I feel like it should be a bigger deal. Maybe it, maybe it is. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe it's I'm not as in tune with that sport or something. But 
I, I feel like if, if I was Major League Baseball, I'd be promoting the sport like MLB the show, SHO, right now, given what Shohei Otani's doing. And I know English isn't his first language, all that, but international appeal is huge too. And I, I'd lean into that aspect of it. That could help baseball across the globe. On top of the fact that, you know, yeah, they, they he plays on the West Coast in that time zone. That's never stopped the Lakers from receiving coverage. I, I mean, baseball's a strange sport where they can have, you know, him and, and Trout, or they could have Trout for as long as they did and, and never actually be good. But, that you know, this is, this is something. It's got to be the coolest baseball story of my lifetime that wasn't marred by anything. You know, every other one had uh, steroids, obviously, was was the coolest one before that, the home run chase and everything like that. But clearly that's been marred. I, you know, I just think this guy should be a bigger deal right now. It's ridiculous. It's like the perfect baseball player. And if baseball was ever going to have that kind of, you know, crossover star, there it is right here. I mean, Tatis is super entertaining. I mean, I, I you know, I, 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 it shouldn't just be Otani. I'm not saying it, it's just Otani that, you know, they have young stars promoting baseball. But he's one of one in the sense of what he's doing. And I, I you know, Major League Baseball should have that in front of your face all the time. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. Let's go to Rob in Sacramento. Rob, you're up on the show. What's going on? Morning, Rob. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I got a question. Who is the punishment authority for the track star who um, was – Tested positive for marijuana. Who's the authority? Who who punished her? Was it USADA? US it's, it's the World Doping US Agency Olympic and the U.S. Doping Agency. Uh, yeah, it's all that stuff. I I don't know exactly how it works, but both it it's in violation of both of the policies. Okay, well, if it's if it's in, it's technically in violation of the policy. So my question is, if we know it's a, if we know it's a stupid rule and the punishment is archaic, how come the IOC won't intervene to make the World Anti-Doping Agency either lessen or get rid of the punishment? Because these things don't happen that quickly, right? I mean, they should. You're right. I mean, it's like, and to say you can't, you can because the um, NCAA. Look, look at how quickly that happened, right? With name, image, yeah. and likeness. You know, as soon as as soon as those states put those laws into effect, the NCAA updated their policy because they were forced into action, or else they were yeah, going to so, be suffering the consequences. So that's what I'm saying. Why do, why doesn't the IOC inter, inter, intervene on behalf of her? Because they have countries that do have marijuana as a legalized substance even well, though they'll, it's they'll not say, technically legalized it's not about, in the United States. It's not about legality necessarily, and thanks for the call, but they're, they're going to say they won't make an exception for one athlete or whatever. They have to review the policy. I think it should be the watershed moment. There's no reason they can't say, all right, she can run, and from here on out, we won't be – I mean, 
it sucks that it would have happened to people in the past, but the, them's the, you know, just like Tim Tebow can't get paid for all the, the missed opportunities he would have had for name, image, and likeness. Imagine how rich Tim Tebow would be right now if he could have capitalized on his fame in college. Or, you know, so many, there's other examples of, of college athletes who, the Fab Five, the kind of, you know, money they could have made. Reggie Bush, who wants his Heisman back. They should give him a new Heisman Trophy ceremony, present it to him. I mean, unfortunately for those guys, they can't go back and make that money. And now players are going to, based on name, image, and likeness, make money going forward. But that's the way that, you know, them's the breaks. I mean, tough. At some point, it's just tough. It just is what it is. And, And that's how I would treat this. Change it and change it going forward. You can't change it going backwards. How about Matt in Washington State? Matt, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Matt? Good morning, fellas. So I actually have a pretty roundabout idea of all of this. I've been listening for a little while. And uh, we were actually the second state to legalize marijuana. Colorado beat us. And then I believe, if if memory serves correct, it was Oregon. And I happened to be an athlete when I was in high school, and I was going to go to college for Western State, well, not Western State, Western, and play baseball for them, actually. I got caught smoking pot. I That was my junior year in high school. I got caught smoking pot, and I didn't even have bud. I had a bunch of shake, right? But I had over 45.7 grams of marijuana, and I was uh, just about to turn 17, and they raked me over the coals. Uh, I had been in trouble once before. I got in a fight at school because some older guy was messing with one of our buddies. And three of us circled him and told him to get the heck out of our middle school. And he did. <laughs> but we got in trouble. I got in trouble for a uh, fourth degree assault as a minor, blah, blah, blah. It's just a little slap on the wrist, right? But because of that slap on the wrist, they smacked me as a 17-year-old. I got a felony back then, Class C, possession of over 40 grams of marijuana. Took away my hunting rights, took away everything I had. That I, as a young man, you know, I grew up hunting. They raked me over the coals. So, uh, you know, I have, you, someone could say I'm biased, but you can't. Not anymore. I'm 42 years old now. I've been, I've been to prison. And here I am right now. Uh, I've got my life back together. And I see every angle. I see your angle. I see every angle. I've been in and out of drug treatment. You name it. I've done it. And came out of it alive, healthy, still looking good. And that's a miracle. But I see all these angles. And the only thing that I saw out of this where, because I'm on the, you got to admit, I'm on the pot smoker side. I just am. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I am biased. Now I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. But the only thing I saw or heard that where they there was a discrepancy was when that gentleman that you spoke with earlier said about the levels. He sounded, he was, uh, he was for, he sounded Asian or something, but the levels see now I've been in out of tr- treatment and I know this. So they measure. And by the way, you can still get caught drinking like eight days later. Well, not the way they're, not the way they're testing. Look, I understand what you're, 
there's a certain threshold you had to meet. That, that's what they say. You know, it's it's in the writing. Well, here's um, the thing: is they can tell if she smoked pot the right before the race. Well, no, they, uh, they can't. Two weeks they can't, before, they can tell yes, how they, much is in her they system. Can. They can't. Anagram tell. level, chief. I'm telling you. They, I, I'm telling you what it says. I'm reading the. I've read right, the, the rule. Right. It's, I heard. I a, heard every bit of that, and I agree with you that it does not meet all three. I agree. But I 100%. also am telling you what they have a certain – there is a certain threshold they're testing for. This is oh. not a, like an opinion oh. thing. And thanks, thanks, thank you for the call. I also don't want to be like trying to identify people's backgrounds by the way they sound on the phone and stuff like that. Uh, the, um, the, there's a threshold for the amount that is in your, your system uh, according to the, you know, the, the, the regulations here. I'll, I can, I'll find it. Uh, in fact, I, I will um, – here, it is. A positive test, 15 nanograms per milliliter is, is apparently the, the threshold. So there you have it. Um, that's something that can be just, you know, uh, not – let me see if I can find the exact one. International regulators increased the threshold for a positive test from 15 nanograms per milliliter to 150 uh, nanograms per milliliter so it's now 150 so they've actually moved it in the right direction it's just time to remove it period it's the robin lundberg show here on cbs sports radio this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.